Meenal, Poonam and Sangeeta are back with What Are We Watching on Crash Landed on K-Dramas. We plan to do this much more regularly, but since we've had a longer gap, we have a lot of dramas to discuss. So first, let's start with the dramas we've completed. And because it's been a big achievement for me, I'm going to talk about Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> I need an award. Aren't you girls going to give me an award for this? You, you definitely <laughs> will get <laughs> there is an oscar just for watching a drama you get it minnal you get it each episode is 90 minutes 24 episodes okay it's like watching 24 movies okay so we need ample of credit for watching this at the risk of our listeners comforting minnal she finished it only because we shamed her last time i shamed her on sex and the city people actually comforted her that it's okay not to have watched sex and the city <laughs> given the length of the drama and there's so much happening in the drama we probably need to do a detailed episode for the listeners why we love this drama but a quick recap on which were your favorite characters and i'll add mine and any scenes or any particular aspect that you all loved about this drama so punam you want to go first because i can see you want to talk about who we all love the most <laughs> My favorite characters were Goeshin and Godambe. I have already talked about in fashion episode that a cute looking Yoo Yunshuk is playing Godambe who is actually unkempt, dirty and he's a killer and he's done such a great job of it. He's actually attractive in that unkempt and bad boy role, okay? My favorite scene and this is a visually stunning drama like that frozen lake scenes are some of my favorites that I have an instant recall on but my favorite scene the one that I rewatch most is in episode 8 where Godong Mae finds out that the shooter that he's trying to track is actually Goeshi and that scene pans out so well there is a silhouette of Goeshi who is jumping over the roofs of two buildings uh, very high up his moment of realization but i couldn't believe he actually shoots her I was like, why? <laughs> why did you shoot her? <laughs> But uh, that scene is even a cover page for Mr. Sunshine in my Netflix because probably I watched it so much and Netflix has customized it for me. <laughs> Sagira, which was your favorite characters? My favorite character, same as Poonam's Gudongme and uh, Goeshin, <laughs> most favorite characters. <laughs> uh but what i enjoyed in the drama is all these three men who are supposed to be in love with the same woman they are all the time hanging out together and keep trying to tell each other that okay you are also not going to get i am also not going to get <laughs> like you all have discussed before and i really enjoyed it the soju bar scenes the best ones uh, among the three of yeah uh, there was a lot of sarcasm and banter and but with a lot of mutual respect uh, for each other yeah and in terms of writing i felt that it's a very well written drama like there's not a minute of it which you could have skipped off fast forwarded right you just want to watch everything every line that is delivered and all that so one scene i want to talk about which punam and i talked about a lot uh is the scene where gudongme cuts her hair he cuts her uh, braid and just gives that in her hand and leaves when punam watched it she was asking why did he do that and what did he get by that right as you see that it's it's like a very simple scene it looks like but the context to it the background to it when you observe it was so well thought and executed scene she's trying to get, get out from this engagement 
she's spoken to her fiance and they're trying to sort of break this engagement and say that okay at a logical point we'll just say we're not going to get married and move on which is very difficult in that age right for a woman to be rejected by the man or her refusing the man it's not an easy thing to do so gudong may knows that she doesn't want to go ahead with this engagement he knows that she is this rebel and uh, she would want to continue to be the rebel and he knows that he she wants to break off this engagement and he makes it so easy for her because he is anyway hated by the whole village nobody loves him because he is the assassin so it's easy for him to become the villain <laughs> so comfortably conveniently he just goes and cuts her hair gives it in her hand and he moves on it's a very simple scene to watch and uh, just by the look of it when you watch it you also feel that oh my god is he an idiot why is he doing this but when you think about it he loves her so much that he doesn't want her to be blamed by anyone at all he knows that this is what she wants she wants to move on from the engagement and he makes it so easy for her doing that in that era that would give her the excuse to be okay if she is rejected by the man or if the family doesn't want her also it's a simple excuse very easy excuse so this kind of writing was impressive impressive in the drama yeah and even though the title is mr sunshine it's actually like we three have discussed it's goeshin's story she is the central character it's her struggle her battle her objective and what i loved most is three men in love with her they transform themselves she doesn't force them to transform she doesn't tell them you have to do this for me you have to save me nothing they out of their own accord find their path and ways to help her from the positions they are in kim hee song who is a son of a very wealthy family gu dong mei who's an assassin eugene choi who's an korean american who actually hates korea for what it has done to him as a child but all three find their own story their own development their growth thanks to her objective i think it was inspirational and beautiful to watch you don't often get to see this in k dramas okay i want to give a special mention to kim hee song I think he's the least dominating in the in those three, right? A lot of action scenes are with Gu Dong Mei and Eugene Choi. Kim Hee Song doesn't have that, but I think he leaves a mark, and I loved his character. I really enjoyed uh, watching his story as well. Romance scenes were obviously the topmost scenes, but I actually did love the dating scenes as well with Lee Byung Hun, especially those uh, reverse scenes because Eugene Choi is such a serious character, and I think this is my first time liking Lee Byung Hun after watching so many of his movies. Uh, and when I say first time liking, I his looks. <laughs> I think he has aged well. <laughs> <laughs> struggled up punam one of the reasons i had to stop starters because he was getting so much footage and i wanted to watch the other guys more <laughs> he used to be this bony lanky lad in the movie so i feel like that he has come a long way from that and he smiled on those those dates and those smiles actually felt genuine so i love their dating scenes as well even the scenes where they are leaving notes for each other and going and checking in that <laughs> <laughs> everything was how do i say it was done so poetically uh, among all these scenes the interactions uh, were very beautiful to watch so yeah i mean like i said i wasn't taken in by the romance so i was swooning over them but i enjoyed the development uh, how the relationship uh, moves ahead and you know how they stand by each other which is really nice to watch i have no complaints honestly about this drama other than the fact that its title shouldn't have been mr sunshine uh, it should have been mrs sunshine maybe <laughs> 
I've been called it out before as well. Remember yeah. there was a dialogue where Eugene Choi says, "This, this is my story." Sorry, Eugene, this is not your story. <laughs> Until we actually do a deep dive, if the listeners want to hear us speak more about Mr. Sunshine, they should listen to these two episodes: one, part one, drama troopers, and Jane Austen's of K drama. And really, I think you all should watch it. So when we try and discuss the scenes or any of the spoilers in depth or the story, then it we are not spoiling it for you, and you are getting involved. So hopefully, uh, listeners listen to us and start watching Mr. Sunshine. It's a long watch, so get on with it right now. <laughs> Only if you are meaner, it becomes a six-month-long watch. <laughs> <laughs> also another thing i felt about mr sunshine was this whole revolutionaries and this fight for independence kind of thing i think we related to it more because True. we have grown up uh, reading or watching all these indian revolutionary stories indian fight for independence uh, we felt a little connected with that uh, that whole setup yeah and also i like that a lot of people in the end be it from any strata of the society be it the wealthy man's son or the tailor's assistant or a rickshaw puller come out of their own accord to help and join the struggle nobody's forcing them to come it's all voluntarily which was lovely uh, to watch so yeah definitely this is a great drama and everybody should watch it so the next favorite was obviously our beloved summer I haven't seen such a fantastic angsty slow burn romance delivering all the emotions and the feels that I wanted. I was completely engrossed and obviously in love with Kim Dami and Choi Woo-shik's characters. And to me, I loved it that for a change the drama focused on the leads and the story and I was not bothered by the what's happening with the side characters. Big win uh, for this drama. lot of complaints and criticism initially that they are making each other miserable but we girls don't agree to that so i want you girls to chime in why yeah definitely it it didn't look like that to me because it definitely felt that there's more to the character from what is visible on the screen not just the fighting bickering whatever they had they had this feeling of animosity or whatever you see on the screen you could feel that there is something simmering there is something beyond that there is some baggage and i did read a lot of comments where they said that they both look so glum and grumpy so depressing to watch but i felt that they were doing their roles so well that is how it looked to me their roles were written that way and they were doing it so well that that is how uh, it came across to me and even the glum part i don't know was it glum sangeeta it wasn't glum. that's what i'm saying i didn't feel depressed watching them i was like <gasps> I was in pain, like I was feeling their feelings. I'm like, get together, guys, get together, speak, talk it out. But yeah, I wanted to, you know, unpeel the story to figure out why they went apart because I really knew that right. they are going to have a second chance. So I honestly found the experience of watching the first nine, ten episodes really good. Not, not at all depressing. Really I good. thought that yeah. the sadness was just the right level. Yeah, I really want to uh, mention, especially Poonam's watching experience. When she was watching, she asked me, like, I watched it before her. so when uh, we were discussing she said why is chovushik like this why is he you know being mean to her and he looks so immature it, it doesn't come across so i said it's okay wait it out you will see his back story and then you will understand so when she came to that she's like okay now i get it i understand you know why he is like this but again you may agree or ag- not agree <laughs> seriously why is he like that <laughs> Why is it like that? <laughs> that is what you know. A good writing does to you. It makes you grow or change your feelings or uh, attitude towards the character as it goes. 
I I had a similar experience with uh, the Bollywood movie Tare Zameen Par so I could really relate to what uh, Poonam was saying Tare Zameen Par also when you see that the boy who has this problem uh, dyslexia when you don't know what his problem is you are trying to think that what the hell is wrong he has such a loving mom and dad and why is he like this you are trying to constantly understand right and the moment you see that he has dyslexia your feelings change completely so that is how i felt our beloved summer also does to you so that sort of thing it's only because it's written well still my special commentary still remains that choi vishik is really cute his character was very cute but i don't i don't want a boyfriend like choi young at all who is so <laughs> passive aggressive who can wait for 5 years for me to come back and not take initiative himself <laughs> फ्रेंड्स I know yeah how she teased him. I loved her. I'm like you go girl. I'm with you on this <laughs> completely on this. <laughs> uh, so Kim Dami is acting in episode six, and we'll talk about this later. And Choi Bushik in that scene where he says, "Please don't stop loving me." By God, my heart melted completely. Okay, I was like, "That's it. This is the best romance <laughs> for me." <laughs> so loved it. Everything about this drama was beautiful to watch. again we hope our listeners watch it if you like slow burn you should and we will come back with a detailed episode on this we have so much to talk about this i just want to add one thing before we do the deep dive thing i i thought that one thing where this drama storytelling stands out is the uh, flashbacks yes. typically flashbacks are they exist only to annoy you and they are extremely annoying you cannot tell what's happening it's interruption but they were done so well i loved them while they were in their teens in the school i loved both of them while they were in adulthood so i loved both the sides of stories and how they kind of told it as well me too literally somebody just released their documentaries and i will watch those documentaries okay just have <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have enough to watch <laughs> Okay so I started this year with a very hilarious drama it's called I am not a robot I was wondering why is this bizarre name but the plotline is very simple plotline is this one scientist he designs a humanoid an ai and he designs the face after his ex girlfriend who obviously is our leading lady he sells it sells the humanoid in a very important deal to this guy who is the the owner of this company and this guy had with uh, the chebol played by this actor called yu sangho who actually i didn't like in the first episode but as the drama progressed i found him as if he turned beautiful right in front of my eyes <laughs> So this guy he uh, has a problem a reason which I don't want to tell that uh, that doesn't let him have too many human interactions he avoids human touch like plague and he's ridiculed about this even within his employees uh, because he he walks with a stick so, and with his stick he keeps shooing away all the people who might accidentally come into his way so that he doesn't have to touch you know how it's a stray drama so the humanoid part breaks down because of something and the part is not there so Obviously what the guy what the second lead guy the scientist guy does he calls his ex girlfriend he says can you go and pretend to be a robot and it actually works like how can a human pass up as a robot 
about it's a ridiculous plot line and it shouldn't have worked and it probably was only in k-drama world but what ensues is a very loving story between two people just as sangeeta was saying how your feelings change how their feelings for each other change and i would even say that this is one of the healthy relationship of free drama with the only time the only time the guy is later uh, angry or nasty is only because he gave everything he gave 100% trust and he finds out that he was betrayed so badly that he it almost cost his life and that is the only time he shows any kind of anger to the female lead but even then after time passes he opens up i thought that this is one of the healthy relationships so i would recommend viewers to watch this drama for both the laughs <laughs> and also you know heartwarming sangeeta yours you watched an old drama so yes uh, i watched an older drama called uh, dalja spring so this is a nona romance where leeminki is in his early 20s probably and uh, this has cherim playing the dalja the title role what i loved about this drama is it's a definitely must watch i would recommend it to all our listeners though it is an older drama video quality and everything obviously it it looks a little uh, less than what the hd quality that you get right now but it is so well written and such a well done drama for that era because uh, it shows two working women both the characters the leading lady and the second leading character two working women very strong and very strong willed and very clear about what they want from their careers what they want from their men the leading character cherim's character she doesn't give in when she wants to do whatever she wants to do one of the episodes one situation where she has to sort of fund liminki because he's a rich boy he comes from a rich family but he wants to become a chef he wants to start the packaged meal lunch boxes uh, business that you have in korea he wants to do that in fact he gives up a lawyer career to do this because there is a past connection again there is some mistake he does which he doesn't like because of which he gives up that career and he says that i want to become a chef so somehow through destiny whatsoever coincidence they fall in love with each other he is older than him their outlook towards love and relationship is very different so that is shown throughout the drama that is done very well and also the second leading character the second lady that i've been talking about her character is also very strong and very good her husband sort of dupes her takes away all the money and he's he leaves so she's a divorcee working in a home shopping network as an anchor she makes a career for herself she's a sought after anchor and she falls in love with another colleague when they are in a relationship she unexpectedly gets pregnant and even then she doesn't want to continue the relationship just because she's pregnant she keeps saying that see i don't want you to feel burdened i don't want you to feel that just because we are pregnant you should marry me or you should be with me or whatever it is i'm okay i mean i i want to have the child but i'm okay bringing up the child on my own which i felt was very strong and empowering for a woman of that era and refreshing to watch because half the times that is the reason you come together and get married and get stuck in an unhappy relationship exactly so the reason we are recommending watching it is one a it's a nuna remor romance and i my experience with the older runa romance like a witch's romance was actually good samsul was very good yeah second we are saying there are two love stories and two love stories and both of them are very good so for again for last one year since we started the podcast sangeeta poonam uma have been telling me watch while you were sleeping watch while you were sleeping and my resistance was because it stars lee jong suk and suzi which are not my favorite lead couple 
I have to now tell it for the benefit of the listeners that Meenal only watches things un- unless we shame her enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, I am missing out on the interesting conversation, so I should go watch this. And I absolutely loved the pacing. I loved the writing. I think it's very well done. The fact that there is a fantasy element which is illogical, but you still get convinced that okay, this might work, is brilliant. All the three people are tied by destiny. Uh, one becomes the prosecutor, other is a journalist, and Jung Hae-in's character is a police inspector. And how they realize their dreams are connected, and how they can see the future, and how they come together to preempt the crimes or solve the cases or harm to each other's lives. That that's where the plot revolves, and different cases happen on the way. To me, I think Jung Hae-in stood out in his character. second last episode where one of his uh, secrets is revealed and how he sacrifices his entire career just to save and do the right thing was brilliant it made me cry and uh, i think for him i i absolutely loved this drama the storytelling was brilliant and Park Hae-ryun did good justice again to the love triangle or to the second lead which we did not see in startup Fans of Startup who are disappointed, I would suggest you watch While You Were Sleeping and Pinocchio, two brilliant dramas by Park Hae-ryun. So we loved her. We've covered her again in our writers episode. So that was my impression of this drama. Highly recommended. Highly. And we have also talked about some scenes from While You Are Sleeping in our law cook law cook book boss. Yes, we have. We have. Do you guys have anything to add for the viewers? I think I chose the guy, the villain bad guy for our bad guys episode which we haven't released yet because it takes a lot of time. <laughs> also the very cute his phone wallpaper scene. <laughs> that was oh, that was really really cute. I mean, Jungain is such an adorable character in that one, yeah. So I would recommend for Jungain fans, if you haven't watched, you should watch this. And one. it also showed very how healthy the three Brilliant. have that friendship, right? The relationship or friendship between the three that is very good. What else did you watch, Meena? Oh, I watched loads. Yeah, there was Flower of Evil, which I loved. It is a crime drama where Lee Jung Gi is. supposed to be uh, he's the son of a serial killer and also implicated as a serial killer and his wife is a detective who seeks out to find out the truth what i liked is more than the crime drama is how complex human relationships are we will cover it probably in detail in our crime episode so i don't want to talk much about it taxi driver you both want me thank you so much so i really enjoyed it for first 10 episodes then it goes downhill but i loved isom's character more more women characters like this those were my bit and Una, we want to take over Silency. All right. So I watched Silency, which is set in a dystopian world where there is no water. Your class is defined by your access to the water. So higher the government official you are, or a powerful person you are, you have a gold card to get water. There are water ATMs. I loved that world that they built in. And at the backdrop of this, there is the space mission. Kong Yu, who is the captain of that space mission, they are sent to the moon to get a sample from there. And I don't want to give away what the sample was because it's a plot point. and beduna is the doctor the scientist who is going to be the expert on that sample who goes there and beduna has a connection to that uh, lunar station first episode i would like to warn the listeners that it is like a doomsday uh, it you don't you wouldn't like it but you know hang on to that after that it becomes like a thriller for me the most catchy thing was this intense relationship gongyu had with beduna 
when they were hostile they were like it's so intensely hostile and there were only few words exchanged it was just the looks mostly gongyu gave and beiduna has a very expressive face and she remained very sweet for me throughout and then later i don't know what changed and suddenly their chemistry is it's almost like they have a secret romance which nobody <laughs> knows about which they haven't said that and again it's all through the looks okay so this is what i felt about it and i wouldn't say it was very innovative plot point in the sense that everything can be very predictable for you but it was still a good thrilling watch yeah same i have similar views as uh, poonam in fact i binged it the day it released uh, we watched all the eight episodes uh, at a stretch so we quite enjoyed it i don't understand why there was so much negative criticism around it it's a good watch uh, short episodes eight episodes I believe the expectation setting helps because it was criticized so much. I didn't expect much, and actually ended up liking it. But but wait wait wait! I have to say that it, no matter how intensive Gong Yu and Bei Juna were, I liked I liked Gong Yu only with Lee Dong Wook. You get Lee Dong Wook everywhere. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. So I have to talk about bad and crazy. <laughs> so bad and crazy. I had so much fun watching it for Lee Dong Wook, for Lee Ha Joon, and for the crazy antics, crazy comedy that they have. Brilliant action, great music. Oh my god, I had so much fun. And uh, glad it was only twelve episodes. In between a couple of episodes, sort of. took a winding route so you get a little confused as a view rather than that you are waiting you know that what is how it's going to end up you're like get there faster get there sooner <laughs> but even those episodes you still enjoy li dong wook and viha jun's banter and their whole action it's very very good like poonam and i keep saying he doesn't repeat his roles you hear so far uh, hardly have we seen him in similar roles in two consecutive dramas or different dramas so he has done a detective role and so much action for the first time i think you know in throughout the drama he hasn't done that tale of the nine tail there were a few action scenes but there was not so much of action but bad and crazy was through and through full of action and very very entertaining so highly recommend just watch it for fun and how much he gets beaten up in the first episode yeah <laughs> oh yeah throughout throughout i mean the female lead comes and throws him down and then he gets beaten up like couple of more times in the first because he is a bad guy and who is more interested in working up his connection and making his way up okay and there are these little moments when his conscience keeps coming up but frankly speaking i have that's what i love with lee dong wook there are some these micro moments that you know you notice and i remember them more and i was thinking my god he is channelizing so many things in there he is plays multiple roles in the same role right is it not like that sunny yes absolutely i don't want to give away too much but he is playing multiple personalities in a manner of speaking and he does it so well and i was wondering dude that would have taken so much toll to do throughout the drama Though even though I haven't finished it yet, even in his actual persona, Rusiol's role, he undergoes so much transformation, right? You can see that also. Like in the initial episodes, he's this fickle-minded guy who is trying to curry favor with his uh, seniors and get it into a senior role, get promoted sooner, and all that. But later on, you see that he's having this transformation. He understands why he's a detective and how his duties as a detective and all that. So you see the transformation in the main character also. Like how Poonam is pointing out. the multiple uh, characters that you see that is anyway there but even in his original character you can see the transfer and his witty 
So it's a it's a must watch for any Lee Dong Wook fan, ah. Huh? And for what about non Lee Dong Wook fans? What about me? Do you think I might enjoy or no? You will. Like I said, thriller plot is good and very tightly packed action. Even in those couple of episodes where you know that plot is going wayward, the comedy or action comes just at the right time where you feel like, oh, okay, the second watch. So that is what makes it a very interesting watch. Do you want to take entertainer before we go to currently watching? Yeah, all right. I actually watched three more dramas. I watched Mad About Each Other, and I will just please sum it up. It is a story about a guy. I don't want to give away his profession because it's a plot point. A guy who has anger management issues, who is in relationship with a woman who has anxiety issues. The woman is somebody, and this is a character arc that we are familiar with in K dramas. A woman is somebody who is battling. abuse from her previous relationship with her ex and she is being stalked so she has very good reasons to be anxious and these two guys share the same psychiatrist and through a series of unfortunate and in the hindsight fortunate events they meet each other they are neighbors they fall in love what i loved about this drama is it is very easy to say i support mental health i understand mental health but you know to actually have relationship with people going through mental health issues there are some real world challenges you have a relationship with somebody who has anxiety you are bound to suffer some setbacks from that right if you have a relationship with somebody who is supposed to have anger management issues you are supposed to suffer a bit on that right and they show this so well realistically and heartwarmingly ironically i cannot believe i'm saying this but the guy who was supposed to have the anger management issues was actually the most wholesome and most heartwarming characters there was nothing toxic about it there was nothing negative about it The leads were the first time that I was seeing. I don't think they are the leads you watch for because you know you swoon over them. No, you don't watch them for that. You rather watch for that story which they have played adequately well. So that's fine. Bit about mad about each other. And with that, I can move on to entertainers, which I full. I mean, with full heart, recommend to everybody to watch it. This was a decent drama, and because I was so scared that decent dramas are intense, and I wasn't ready to watch it. And when I watched the first two episodes, like just this Navalera, I found the first two episodes to be very sad, and I I wouldn't have continued until you know Sangeeta had told me no, it gets better. That's the same thing uh, feeling I had about entertainers, so I persisted to the first two episodes. The so story is about. Jisung is a, a music band manager in a very big corporation, and he has been so successful that he decides to break on his own and takes away his band, uh, which is Jackson Band, which is something he built from scratch. The moment he tries to do that, his boss, now to be ex-boss, brings about all kinds of obstacles in his way, and he is left almost destitute. He has legal hassles, and he has to start. from scratch and this start from scratch is is literally happens on all levels personally he becomes a better person he finds what was good in his previous life he, he builds on that even though it has hairy and there is a romance angle but that was not the highlight of this drama the highlight of this drama is jisung's relationship with his two friends he has two constant friends from all his life manshik and another woman whose character i its name i don't remember but these two are his closest friends and that continues throughout the drama which i found very touching and his relationship with his boy band members even the past and the present i think there is a lot to learn in terms of leadership lessons in terms of lessons about humanity there is a dialogue when jisung says if you know humanity was a criteria for success my boys my band of boys they would probably be the most successful in the world 
So even though some bad things keep happening on and off because the villains are such, they're strong ones, there is so much humanity. There is something good keeps happening as well. It's a very hopeful drama. Sangeeta, do you want to add something? Absolutely. It's a very heartwarming drama and it has some great music. It is about a boy band. So the music plays a very important role throughout the drama. Poonam said the relationship of Jisung with his friends is very important. Especially Kang Min Hyuk who plays a lead singer of the band. His brother, Jisung's relationship with his brother, that which is the key driver of the whole plot in the drama. He is the guy who was the PD in Our Beloved Summer, the first documentary maker. Jobo Crane. Yes. Who was also the grandson in Navalera. Uh, the son in Navalera, sorry. The doctor's son. Younger son. Yeah. Son in Navalera. Yeah. The second the one. Son. Younger son. Yes. Jobo Crane, he does a great job of that role also. And I don't know. I mean, I've cried buckets literally. <laughs> through this drama I kept telling Poonam so many times because it's not sad crying I don't know it was like you go through those emotions and you just tear up you just tear up because there's so much that's happening between all these people I think definitely a must watch you have to hold on and you know give it those two three episodes for you to get hooked and then you won't stop and I think you mentioned some of this in our music episode also, Sangeeta. I, I think I remember you mentioning this uh, first drama. So yeah, that's another big recommendation from our team. Another fantasy drama I really enjoyed recently is Ghost Doctor. What a hilarious drama. A must, must, must watch. They've used all possible tropes. They're like, okay, let's make a doctor drama with a thriller, some sort of crime. How do we make it comedy then? So let's introduce ghosts. So without, <laughs> it, it sets everything, everything becomes so easy then. The doctor is in a coma, but his spirit is roaming around and finding everything about all the conspiracies and he's going and informing the right people. And, you know, it's like everything is going on so smoothly. It is ridiculously hilarious. And the highlight is, of course, Rain and uh, Kimbam's uh, camaraderie they have amazing banter they both are all the time bantering with each other and rain sort of possesses uh, kimbam and performance surgeries <laughs> at least in the 15th episode that uh, i just finished the funny thing is rain has possessed kimbam and operating on himself wow Do that wow <laughs> <laughs> now I you want to- fantasy <laughs> You want fantasy, you will get 200%. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I saw your stories and they were actually funny, all those things. But uh, this is highlight of ridiculous plot. Yeah, This is worse than a human passing off as a robot. Those we completed, Sangeeta, which are the currently watching? Because Feb has been a very busy month. Pick yours uh, and then we'll add. I think uh, let's start with what I feel is underwhelming. 39 was just about okay. I don't know. I mean, I was so looking forward to this because it has Sonia Jin and John Mido. Correct. Uh, We we all have loved Sonia Jin all through and John Mido was so good in Hospital Playlist. I wanted to see more of her and I don't know. I mean, I honestly (laughs) don't want to say much because I, I just want to watch it just to see why did they sign this drama? I mean, what is there in the script i don't know yeah what's going on and probably there's something else that is what i'm a little bit intrigued 
the conversations don't feel like they are 39 or they've matured or they've seen so much in life it still feels like they're stuck at 19 and 22 talking about the men in their lives and really i don't want to listen to conversations about men in our lives there is so much more that is there to being a woman and at 39 when you've gone through so much luckily the other drama that i'm watching forecasting love and weather that seems to be having that sort of a conversation the first two episodes first episode was context setting and world building so it was sort of okay second episode i was i was flabbergasted by the end of it i was like what are they doing why are they doing this In the second episode at the end of it suddenly they're drunk and sleeping with each other what's happening hollywood has happened to them sangeeta hollywood has happened to them <laughs> i swear i swear <laughs> but episode 3 and 4 were very good they progressed well after that uh, they didn't delve on to that fact uh, even their relationship they're slowly sort of making it better they don't show that they're harping on that and they're trying to resolve their feelings because of that incident rather than that they're trying to get to know each other as individuals and their relationship is developing but that is the least interesting part about the drama in my view for me Everything else, the weather aspects, I think forecasting weather is a very new thing, right? I haven't seen it in any drama or movie till now. And also there's so much office banter, the office colleagues and everything. It was good. And more than anything else, there is a mean ex who is getting the hell out of her. She is like, go to hell. What the hell? I mean, how can you treat me like this? So which is. Totally. You go, girl. She's insulting him in the office because he's taking her for granted. And when he crosses the line, she even slaps him. Which is for K-dramas, we have we have learned to accept that by now. <laughs> I started Chocolate, by the way, which is an old drama uh, for Haji Vaughn. And I wanted to watch a food-based drama. They meet as childhood friends and he's then part of a Chabal family, like a doctor family. And he becomes a big neurosurgeon. She's a chef, struggling chef. And they come together to work in a hospice and they deal with patients who are terminally ill. As well as they are trying to cope up with their own troubles. Up till now, I liked this, the friendship between the main lead and his best friend. I think it's one of the most heartwarming friendships I have seen in K-drama. So I'll let you all know how it goes. Uh, but so far, it's very, very slow paced. We are going to wrap up with this wholesome fun drama that we all are enjoying right now and i think it's lived up to the expectations so far in the four episodes 25 21 so Pura, we want to go first and then sangeeta and i'll add our thoughts yeah i think this drama is again defying my belief that i actually don't like uh, school dramas at all and so far most of 25 21 is in school drama and kim tairi she's so awesome i, oh, I cannot believe how she is easily passing off realistically as you know 18 year old and realistically as a national fencing player too her grip and her movements are amazing to watch um, Amazing. She's fantastic. I have watched only first two episodes. So saw only one fencing scene of her where she has a match with Kim Yuri. I'm amazed. No, I'm not amazed. I'm actually much motivated by her excitement, her happiness scenes. They just transmit themselves to me. You know, I feel like high energy with that. But on the other hand, Namjil, you plays like... My God, I understand that, you know, he is depressed right now because he's going through a tough time. But even the cheerful Namji Yuk feels like he's a 35 or a 40 year old. <laughs> exactly. Me- Meenal said it right. He's a 50 year old man in a 22 year old body. 
obviously like this i like i said i get it what he's going through is a lot but it's just the way he's portraying it i'm like namju seriously come back to your weightlifting fairy <laughs> scene <laughs> but he's still adorable to watch and i like namju hyuk so i really don't mind it at all it's only because of namju hyuk we are able to you know watch that character actually because otherwise he doesn't even look bankrupt <laughs> You're constantly every second dialogue they're telling that he's bankrupt. I'm like, show him how he's bankrupt. <laughs> and while I'm Kim Tyree, so you all know how much I've said I love Ji Changu's outbursts in Suspicious Partner. Like he's he goes bonkers. I'm loving Kim Tyree's tantrums. Okay, when with her mother, when she's you know when they first meet, even after the fencing, when she loses. her reactions are just hilarious to watch and even the fight in the library over the book she's such a natural she's such a mood yeah i i love her i absolutely love her so i'm really enjoying it i'm rooting for her character a lot but i have to mention sangeeta the guy who's impressing me the most right now and trust me if i was in college i would have been totally impressed is choi yun book who's playing miju wong ji wong oh my god <laughs> so smooth <laughs> totally totally <laughs> when they get punished she's like aren't you missing the class and he goes oh the more important thing is happening outside the class dude that is smooth <laughs> the best part is he's the youngest yes. of the whole lead cast i was so impressed when i saw that and like, oh my god even considering how hierarchical south Correct. korean society is and you know how they talk to senior actors yeah. and all imagine how it would be to perform like that right wow. uh, just for the context for the listeners he was in racket boys he plays such a soft uh, low on confidence character and he plays the evil bully in taxi driver which i did not connect and then i was going through his profile and i realized oh my god he was the bully in taxi driver that school bully absolutely i'm loving him so he is my uh, favorite yeah. right now as well in this and absolutely uh, are you enjoying the nostalgia because i love reply 1988 so i get a lot of vibes of uh, nostalgia from this and uh, oh totally. I'm, i'm loving yeah. it because this was more in 90s so i could relate to uh, so much of it like when they are just internet is the just chat rooms <laughs> so yes so for the listeners from our side definitely must watch if you all have not it's not too late you can catch up on it and then chat with us on insta and twitter as we go through these latest running episodes thank you so much we will be back with hopefully another edition in a month of what we are watching and until then why don't you all let us know what you all are watching and share with us on insta twitter all our details are in our episode notes and see you soon and as always aniyo